0: G'day humans, what's a good word, Chris Funder here. Shortly I'll be joined by the man, the myth, the legend, the one and only, he's too hot to handle, too cold to hold, Mr. Alex Fruity-Williams. You can follow him on Twitter and Instagram, at is Alex. You can follow me on Twitter, at I am Chris Funder. Or you can follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at WrestleOstal. Or you can search WrestlingOstal, OZ is spelled A-U-S. But uh, this show is just sort of our ramblings on the year. It's been a bit of a strange year for everyone. Um... Alex especially, 120-something days in lockdown. I think um, us just doing this uh, show weekly and then like twice a week and then three times a week has been really good, not only for Alex, but, yeah, myself. So we'll bring Alex on in just a moment. Uh, this is sort of uh, split over two parts. First part uh, comes out Christmas Day, December 25th. Next part will come out New Year's Day. That's January 1st in uh, Australian time. Uh day earlier if you're over in the US uh, like overnight in the US I believe I'm not good with time zones I apologise, but this is um, yeah, us rambling, some debuts, some retirements, uh, some deaths, uh, how we fought each promotion went, some world championships, so uh, yeah, tune in, have fun let us know what you think I think we even discuss our plans for what we want to do for the first part of the holiday special next year, so uh, stay tuned for that little uh, sneaky hint, but um yeah, give me one moment here. I'll bring Alex on and we can go from there. A holiday edition of Wrestling Oz Style. Alex, how you doing,
1: mate? <laughs> ho, ho, ho. How are you, little boy? I don't know. That was horrible. <laughs> um, I'm doing fantastic, man. In the holiday spirit, in the festivist spirit.
0: Yeah, by the time the humans listen to this, I've been flat out with work. And then when I'm not at work, I'm either sleeping or had family events the past week.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, all right, guys, like some of the content that you guys have been waiting for will be worth the wait oh boy yes indeed in in particular the fruity's ultimate game show that's about to come out or maybe is out by the time this comes out is like my favorite show that that we've written like in that (laughs) series it's so good
0: yeah might as well discuss it i think that's one of the worst cards i did and wcw clearly won that night (laughs) 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 that that's the um What's the old saying? Where the rider hits the wall. Yeah. I I was just holding everything together with paper mache, and that's the week where it
1: all fell apart. (laughs) I I think the pay-per-view was pretty good. I I think the pay-per-view you wrote was pretty good. I just think, yeah, the TV shows were like, this person had a match, this person had a match, this person challenged for the title. That's week one. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, and for more of that exciting action you can go and check out Pretty Zalmick Game Show in the archives. But I suppose this being a little bit different, um yeah, I think we discussed off air maybe doing like a watch along of maybe one or two matches and um doing that as a podcast next year at Christmas, New Year's time might be fun.
1: Yeah, that'd be good. Um it's just any uh, humans out there have any like good Wrestling Christmas mashup, like sort of matches to watch, any Christmas themed matches to watch, that'd be a good thing to send through to us. Yeah, indeed. Maybe, maybe we can do a watch along watching Alberto Del Rey run over Santa and John Cena avenge Santa Claus. Oh,
0: maybe. <laughs> but I still like your other idea you mentioned off air about a uh, certain extreme wrestler.
1: Yeah. Um, all I'm going to say is humans. If you don't know, just Google search WWF Clause. That is X A N T A Clause. Yeah. Um, so I suppose
0: this being a bit different, I just sort of want to have a overview of like uh, the wrestling world because it has been sort of a, a weird wrestling world the past year. Um, do you want to start talking retirements from the past year? Any of note?
1: Well, yeah, there's one big one you think of at the start of the year with and Thunder Liger.
0: Yeah, doesn't that feel like forever ago now?
1: Um, yeah. Liger retires and the whole world crumbles. That's what happens.
0: Yeah. I, I, I regret not going to that PWA show in December so much.
1: Yeah, right? Uh so many things I should have done, but I didn't. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. um, Jushin Thunder Liger, iconic uh, junior heavyweight wrestler, wrestled in WCW for a number of years where you would have watched him growing up and for your various tape trading. Someone I'd heard names of going around just by looking at sort of classic shows of WCW, but no one I really watched until I got New Japan World in 2000.
1: 2015, somewhere around there. First ever WCW Monday Nitro match. Jushin Thunder Liger versus Brian Pillman. Absolute classic.
0: Oh, didn't Pillman Jr. wrestle Liger in one of his last North American tours?
1: Yeah. Yeah, like such a cool touch.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Um, Kevin Nash also retired the same
1: day. What? I didn't even know... Okay, he must have just like said on Twitter, "I'm retired" or something. Yeah. Um, going
0: through the early part of the year, so before the pandemic hit, was there anyone else of note here?
1: Yeah. Um, like Tiger Hatori is a fairly notable one for me, anyway. Yeah, Tiger Hatori, the uh, legendary,
0: legendary Japanese referee.
1: Yes. Yes. Um. Yeah. Also a big part of backstage for new japan like part of the office there i'm not too sure if he's retired from his duties in the office but yeah um yeah manabu nakanishi retired as well like that even that feels like a lifetime ago
0: oh monster morning <laughs> yeah oh man um gilberg retired as well
1: announced his official retirement. Yeah, um recently he had a heart attack, a poor bugger, but he's on the mend. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um
0: Devon Dudley, who really hasn't done anything in Ring since um Bubba Ray left WWE.
1: Yeah. C-
0: CW Anderson, I'm guessing, is a name you're familiar with.
1: Yeah, from ECW actually, yeah, the the extreme enforcer. Ah, oh,
0: do you know if he held any titles there any listeners might be familiar with?
1: Not too sure if he held titles there, but he had a fairly significant run um uh towards the dying days of ACW and he was one of the few bright lights of that era. Uh, just uh a guy fitting of the Anderson name. When you think of like an Arne Anderson, that's exactly how a CW would wrestle and C.W. Anderson was a fantastic wrestler. Like probably a little bit ahead of his time. If he came along ten years later, he would be like one of the biggest names in North America.
0: Did he have a short run in Ring Ring of Honor with like um BJ Whitmer?
1: Yeah, he had a quick run with him. Um him and Steve Carino and a couple of other people I think formed the Extreme Horseman Stable, which was part of the early early run of Major League Wrestling, MLW as well. Wow. Yeah.
0: Um continuing down we have Sarah Logan, who um uh, who's her husband? Is it
1: Eric? It's Eric, yeah, the former Ray Rowe.
0: Yeah, that's where I get confused. Um, they've had a kid now, haven't they? Uh,
1: I'm not too sure if they've had it or or Expecting, it's on the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's pretty much the reason for the retirement. It was just like, yep, I've been released. I might as well, you know, go be a bu- mother for a bit. Yeah. I sort of expect Sarah Logan to come back at some point, though. Yeah, um, also
0: Paige here <laughs> <laughs> Well, not Paige, but her mother Paige's mum here <laughs> Uh, yeah Um, announced her retirement Like, have you seen much of
1: her Indie work? seen a little bit, I've seen a little bit Like, little one-off appearances She has here and there She actually has quite an incredible, like, in-ring Presence and, like, really hard-hitting style that, yeah, another one of those wrestlers that I feel like if if she came along, like, 10 years later, would have had a m- much bigger career than she had, unfortunately. Jazz, formerly of NWA, announced her retirement
0: on October the 5th.
1: Yeah, so she's going to finish up after, th- after the end of the year, I think, is the plan, but... Finishing out her... Uh, committed dates or something yeah yeah and she's doing a little bit with impact at the moment which is cool um yeah and another one exact same category as saraya knight like like she did at least with jazz like she had a run in the wwe you know former women's champ and all that sort of stuff but i feel like yeah if she came along a bit later too geez, she would be killing it right now
0: uh, going down to November, saw Kylie Ray announce her retirement from wrestling.
1: Yeah, that one was, um, yeah, just get your mental health right. Look after yourself. That's your priority, Kylie. It's going to be sad to not have you wrestling, but just look after yourself.
0: Yeah, indeed. Um, also, former Ring of Honor TNA wrestler Jimmy Rave.
1: Yes, of the rock and rave Infection managed by Christy Hemi. Uh, they would come out to the ring with Guitar Hero Guitars. Do you remember who his tag team partner was? Is this the one we were talking
0: about on a podcast recently? Uh, one
1: Mr. Lance Hoyt? Yes, as you affectionately call him, Tramp Stamp Hoyt. Everybody must get a tramp stamp.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, I suppose if the big man tells me to, I'm going to, aren't I? <laughs> yeah.
1: But speaking
0: uh, of um big man yeah. the big man. <laughs> the big man. Yeah. Um The Undertaker retired. <laughs> How much faith do you put in this being a retirement? I
1: because... uh, I think so. I think so. I just I think he wants to retire, but if Vince is struggling, Vince will come calling and The Undertaker's a good boy. He'll say yes.
0: He'll say, okay, Grandpa, I'll come help yeah. you move your couch.
1: I'll come dig some holes and dig some souls for you, Vince. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah, personally, I see it as if it lasts more than a year, I'll put faith into it because of the amount of uh, false finishes, if you will, various retirements previous to this has made me just question the faith in this. And that's why I made the comment about it being very much like a, um, a John Farnham retirement tour. Yeah. Bloody oath.
1: Like, yeah, it feels like he's had a million retirements, but I don't know. I've watched like he's now more happy to just drop the gimmick and do a lot of interviews online and stuff like that. It just feels like he's really checked out of it now. Yeah. I've watched a lot of his online stuff. Um, have you heard of the YouTube series Hot Ones? No. It's no, just like they, they bring on celebrities and they interview them whilst the celebrities eat like progressively spicier chicken wings. And the oh, I saw... Started- Sort of clips of struggle. that going around. Yeah. And the Undertaker was eating, like, these insanely spicy chicken wings, and he just goes, oh, that was hot, I guess. Yeah, it was all right. He completely no-sold, no sold, like, like, these incredible spicy chicken wings. So I was just like, yeah, nah, he's old man. But, like... After watching a lot of his interviews, it seems like he he knows that his time is done. That's what it sounds like in a lot of his interviews. It's just up to Vince. If Vince comes calling, he'll say yes. Yeah, I think
0: so. Um, moving from there to some sort of less favourable uh, news. Some of the wrestling deaths this past year... Um, Oh, dear. Yes, yeah. that's a long list I'm looking at right now. Yeah. Um, Starting off the top
1: here, La Parca 2. Um, do you know much of the man? No, so this isn't the La Parca from WCW. This was one that um wrestled only in Mexico.
0: Yeah, because the other ones, LA Park is the one who wrestled in WCW.
1: Yes, and he's still going in MLW at the moment, which, I, I don't know about you, I feel like we should review an MLW show sometime soon.
0: Yeah, sure. Coming out, out of the new year, we can give him a look. Yeah, I think so. Um, Yeah, I I wasn't sure if you'd seen any of um the man's work. Being with AAA, not CMLL, I haven't seen that much because... Sam LLC, New Japan partner, and their show's gone, New Japan World, but a um a big
1: luchador name, nevertheless. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I haven't seen enough of him, but yeah, I need to follow the Mexican scene a little bit more, to be honest.
0: Uh, Rocky Johnson. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that's the Rock's
1: father. Yes, indeed. Yeah, the one half of the first ever. African-American tag team to win tag titles. Oh wow. Yeah, with Tony Atlas. Um, yeah, yeah, Rocky Johnson, that that's one that feels like a lifetime ago too, because that was pre-pandemic, like... oh, that was even pre pre-Royal Rumble and all that sort of stuff, like crazy. Yeah. oh, Justice Payne, CCW. Not entirely familiar, but I did hear a lot about that online when it happened. Yeah, because the
0: old Zandig promo kept getting <laughs> shared.
1: Yeah, yep. Jesus. Jesus.
0: <laughs> yeah. They cry. I thought he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody does this to Zandig. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we still have to watch that show one day. <laughs> Yeah, not from the pure point that I love bloodbath wrestling, but just from the point of that's such an iconic moment in 21st century wrestling history.
1: Yep, definitely. You want to inform the humans exactly what you're referencing?
0: Oh, the John Zandig post-match interview. Yeah. Is it at uh um, tournament of death one year?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, it's it's all over Botchamania, guys. <laughs> Matthew loves that one. Uh yeah.
0: <laughs> Anyhow. Oh yeah. The Fink. Yeah, that's that was a That big was one. around WrestleMania. Jeez, doesn't that feel like forever ago?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that, that one was a heartbreaker. Like mean, that's just you know, when I think to my childhood and I think of like you know, some of your favorite wrestlers finally winning the big one. Yeah, you, you associate Howard Finkel's voice, you know, with the big, uh, no! You know? Like, yeah. yeah it was the vo- voice of many people's childhoods.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, from there, the sad passing of Shad Gaspard.
1: Even that feels like a lifetime ago, crazy.
0: Yeah, it does, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, like that that whole thing was just yeah this one, this one and the one we're going to probably talk about next was just two of the most heartbreaking things of the entire year.:
0: Yeah, um yeah, of course, everyone's probably heard the uh, story of Shad where he goes out. a day at the beach, um, gets caught in a rip, tells the lifeguards to rescue his son first, and then because they didn't have enough room, picking up everyone at once, they took his son back to the beach and uh, went back to find him and couldn't find him and he uh, washed up on the beach a few days later, deceased.
1: Yeah, and as we're recording this, um, this is the day after TLC and Sheldon Benjamin had on his wrist tape when he won the tag titles he had written on his uh, wrist tape for SG for Shad Gaspard because yeah Shelton was real close with Shad I think there was like a fair few of them at the time like in the late you know the late 2000s like the first decade of the 2000s towards then there there was a whole bunch of them that lived in the Texas area like Shad Shelton, Tori Wilson. There was a few others as well, but they were just really tight together. And yeah, it was pretty cool to see Shelton pay tribute to Shad even recently. Yeah, yeah, even
0: that famous video, of, um, Shad and MVP watching the Kofi win. Like, yeah, would have affected uh, MVP there as well.
1: Yeah, definitely. I'm sure it affected everyone, really. Like, even if you weren't a fan of him, you hear about it and your heart breaks.
0: Uh, next was the sad passing of Hana Kimura in Japan um, as a result of cyberbullying.
1: Yeah, another huge one. Yeah. Big, big loss.
0: Yeah, she was only 21 at the time.
1: Yeah, absolutely heartbreaking. And this is a female wrestler who I
0: think it's along with maybe Julia. I may be wrong, but was one of the only two started women to wrestle both Madison Square Garden and the Tokyo Dome in less than 12 months and be some of the first women to do it for a few decades.
1: Yeah. And Hanukomura was definitely going to have like the biggest career. Out of all the Japanese women, like, yeah, absolutely 100%. She was like, they can't miss Prospect. Like, whenever her time at stardom would come to an end, I guarantee you there would have been massive bidding laws for her.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's sort of, sort of sad there. Yeah, um, they just touching on the news, I did read something the other day. They are looking to charge someone there with um some sort of uh crime in result to the cyberbullying of Hana Kimura.
1: Yeah, I did see that, yeah. Yeah, it was whilst on
0: lunch at work, and I didn't have time to read the uh, the full article there. Um, Moving on from that sad week where, uh, yeah, even... Not noted, but wrestling journalist Larry Zonka had passed away that same week. Yeah, um, that
1: was just, that was really tough. Yeah, that, that week was just. Oh,
0: and it was also the, the, what was it, the 21st anniversary since Owen Hart passed away as well that week.
1: Yep. Yeah, it was just one of the most depressing weeks of the year. But not only that, and that was like peak lockdown peak first lockdown as well, you know, so yeah, Yeah, just one of the most depressing weeks of the year, that's for sure. Uh,
0: Going uh, continuing through the year, Danny Havoc. Do you know much of his sorry, do you know much of him from CCW?
1: Not really just a name I've heard unfortunately, haven't checked out too much of his stuff, like yeah another one that you saw like so many tributes online for like just a guy that seemed to be just one of the favorites amongst the locker room yeah indeed uh mr wrestling 2 who
0: i believe had a stint out in australia maybe on a tour or two as part of wcw
1: yeah definitely um yeah during the 70s and i think the 60s as well was just um one of the top heels like in the territories so yeah just a really influential sort of character back then
0: oh yeah um also
1: tim brooks do you know much of him um sort of a journeyman sort of wrestler in the nwa in the territories back in the day um Probably most notable now has been the guy that trained Keith Lee. Ah. Yes. Oh, that's right. I
0: remember you saying around the time, because it was around the time of the double NXT title match.
1: Yeah. um, When he passed
0: away that he was Keith Lee's trainer.
1: Yeah, it was, I think it was like four or five days after Killer Tim Brooks passed away, Keith Lee won the double titles, like that double title match.
0: Yeah. Yeah um down into august saw uh the passing of Kamala.
1: Yeah, one of the most like iconic sort of characters from the very character-based era in the WWF. Um yeah, had such a legendary career. Like he wrestled for so long too before diabetes unfortunately took hold of him, but yeah, he had such a lengthy career. I, I've even seen him wrestle live once, so. Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: Um, also, uh, former Ring of Honor champion uh, Xavier
1: passed away in August. Yeah, that was, that was like a particularly heartbreaking one because like, he was meant to be making a comeback to Ring of Honor on the Mania weekend show where they were going to bring back people from Ring of Honor's past to go against, like, the current guys.
0: Yeah, it was for night two of Supercard of Honor for their past versus present night. It was going to be him versus Jay Lethal.
1: Yeah, like, that probably would have been, like, the top match on the card, you know? So, yeah, that's heartbreaking because it seemed like it was going to make a bit of a comeback of sorts, and,
0: yeah. What about uh geez, this one's hard. September twenty second, Road Warrior Animal.
1: Yeah, um yeah that one hit me very, very hard. just because the Road Warrior is like my favorite as a kid. Um yeah, just another untimely passing.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'd have to agree there. It sort of sort of came out nowhere.
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely, he was on, he was on a vacation with his wife for their wedding anniversary. Jeez, that's a bit eerily similar to um, the other road warriors passing. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was the night of their wedding anniversary, and he passed away. Poor road warrior animal. I feel so bad for his wife too. Like. Yeah. What. Crazy Smothers passed away? Yeah, man. Yeah, October 28th, apparently. Yeah, Yeah, it was a... Full-blooded Italians. Yeah, man. Um, T is for terrible, H is for hell, U is for ugly, and G is for jail, because a thug can't spell. One of his most famous lines. I love it. Um, Yeah, then sort of the... The last two big ones here was
0: December 2nd, Pat Patterson.
1: Yeah. Um, like that tribute video they had on Raw, like oh, I was tearing up like a little baby. That was just beautiful in, in a way. Um, um, yeah, go on.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was really nicely done, especially with him singing the, uh, the Frank Sinatra, my way over the top of uh, the various footage of him.
1: Yeah, I know you're not the biggest fan of uh Bruce Pritchard, but he did some incredible like tribute podcast to Pat Patterson with some hilarious stories honoring the great man. Like uh Bruce Pritchard and Pat Patterson were pretty much best of friends. Um at one point in time Bruce was going to name his son Pat. So yeah, so that's worth checking out. There's a special in the Something to Wrestle archives called The Very Best of Pat Patterson, where it's just a collection of Pat Patterson at their live show and, like, stories of Pat Patterson from past episodes. Check it out. It's some of the funniest things you'll ever hear.
0: Yeah, well, it sounds fun. Um, And then only two weeks ago, uh, Tom Wister Jr. passed away. Yeah, Um, Zeus. Yeah.
1: Yeah. uh, This dude terrified me as a child. I legitimately thought this guy was a monster. Like when he came out and Hulk Hogan hit him with a chair and they just redid this spot at the pay-per-view now that I think about it. The spot where almost AJ Styles' manager gets hit by a chair and the chair breaks over him and almost just, like, no-sells it. That's what Hulk Hogan did with Zeus back in the day. And that was just awesome.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Um, Wow. Um, I suppose from there, uh, sort of Hall of Fame news, do you want to touch on something a little happier?
1: Yeah, please,
0: please. Um, so AAA announced they were going to induct uh, Parker, who had sadly passed away. Over at Impact, they announced they were inducting Ken Shamrock. The,
1: the... first ever champion for Impact?
0: Technically, yes. <laughs> yeah. First first world champion on Impact.
1: Yes. That's why I didn't say Impact Champion or TNA Champion. The first ever champion for Impact. Where's well, his open challenge, Moose? Oh, come on. Uh, did, oh, imagine Ken Shamrock with his NWA history, just like being part of NWA power with the question mark. Ken yeah, Shamrock decides cool. to... Decides to add to his mixed martial arts skills by learning Mongrovian karate. Hire Little. me, Billy Corgan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you need someone else. <laughs> oh, man. Um, meanwhile, over in the Fed, they announce they are inducting Blue T
1: Yeah, the animal Batista. That's my Justin Roberts impression. Um, oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, I I think a very deserved inductee, like it's really weird, like some younger guys I know like, think of like Batista and John Cena's run in the mid-2000s, like how I think of like Stone Cold Steve Austin when I was a kid but yeah, there's like some younger people I know that are like, oh yeah Batista was the best, like it was all about like Batista and John Cena and Ray Mysterio—that was the best. It Still weirds me out, but yeah.
0: Yeah, now the free Rey Mysterio is still on TV. Go figure.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh uh, man. Um, also announced was John Bradshaw Layfield.
1: I, I think very de- deserving inductee. Um, say what you want about the human being, but yeah, <laughs> you mean you it, definitely. Mean it. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's right. <laughs> um, yeah definitely had a Hall of Fame career without a doubt
0: uh, next was British Bulldog I mean is there even a Wembley without British Bulldog
1: no no um, well I haven't tried to like, since yeah exactly uh, probably the most overdue inductee out of this entire list out yeah. of this class yeah, I'd agree yeah. there In terms of
0: um, WCW, uh, in terms of WWF legacy, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Final individual announced was Yushin Funda
1: Liger. Yeah, that was one that just surprised me. Just didn't think that was going to happen. I mean, it makes sense in terms of
0: his WCW legacy, but how many people like just on WCW legacy that haven't wrestled in W? or haven't for, like, nearly 20 years have been inducted. Like, the only other one I can think of is
1: Sting. Yeah, yeah. Th- there's a couple, but, yeah. Like, you you think about the fact that Antonio Inoki got inducted and he had a very minimal role in the WWWF. I
0: like Inoki.
1: Yeah, yeah, oh, <laughs> he definitely deserves to get inducted. I'm just saying, like, that's a guy that barely even had a history with the WWF. Have or you like seen, it, Abdul Abdullah the Butcher got inducted and he never even wrestled for him.
0: Have you seen the clip of where like it's an and uh, was it Inoki Genome Federation match at Anoki's ringside? And he's that angry at the match. He picks up a ring chair and starts hitting it against the guardrail going, Bullshit. Oh,
1: yeah, I've seen
0: that. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. Um... Groups announced to be inducted were the New World Order members of Hollywood Hulk Hogan, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, and Sean Waltman.
1: I still have issues with it. Aside from Hulk? Uh, Just the fact that you're going to induct NWO, but you're not going to induct Eric Bischoff. What about the giant? He was the fourth man. Yeah, like, yeah, that's fine too. And if you're gonna do that, you're gonna to have to induct Ted DiBiase again. But like
0: Let's be honest, he's uh, more deserving than X-Pac, and I love X Pac.
1: Oh, uh, I think I think Sean Waltman like had a really notable run when he was in the NWO. It just wasn't even that long. It was like maybe a year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like how you put like all due respect to Sean Waltman. How you put him in with NWO instead of Eric Bischoff is just mind boggling. Because yeah, if you're well, gonna do, if you're gonna do only four people from the NWO, it's Hogan, Hall, Nash, and Bischoff. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, And final group announced was the Bella Twins, Brie Bella and Nikki Bella. Yeah, I can't argue with it The just their role in um in uh, women's wrestling through the mid two thousands, like the. Early two thousands.
1: I, I know multiple people that don't watch wrestling, but they know who the Bella Twins are because of, you know, Total Bellas and Total Divas and stuff like that. They're like, yeah, the, they've transcended wrestling. Oh
0: yeah, absolutely. Like yeah.
1: If you're
0: watching one of those reality, um, was it reality TV shows on that e network? They um, pop up on there a fair bit in the ads.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. I suppose we could go over and see what um, the old Observer decide to induct, if you like. Yeah, of course. Kenny Omega.
1: like, Yeah, old Tyson Smith. I, I keep forgetting he has such a generic, like, real-life name. It's very funny. <laughs>
0: um, I don't like people who are still wrestling being inducted. Um, I what hate about yourself?
1: It. Absolutely hate it some of the people that are in this observer hall of fame i think should not be in it
0: um no arguments that the guys got like a um a stellar enough new japan career to be considered but and like the match quality he had in new japan but yeah for me i don't like putting people in who are still like active if it's someone like a like an undertaker for example who's having maybe one or two matches a year okay yeah, yeah. Because you know, oh, they're going to retire soon and they've been going for maybe 30 years at that point. <laughs> yeah. For someone who's been going, well, let's say 15 to be generous and they're sort of in the peak of their career on primetime USA television, to me, just seems a bit odd. Yeah. Um, do you know much of this Mexican inductee here? No idea besides what it says in the description. <laughs> Yeah, um, same here. What about uh, number 235 in the Hall of Fame, Jun Akiyama?
1: Yeah, I've seen little bits here and there. He's a fantastic wrestler. Um, Iconic stuff Um, in Noah, I believe. Like He had a pretty memorable feud with Kenta back in the day and Goshi Ozaki.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I'm pretty sure I've seen some of his stuff online, just looking at various I think, he's still,
1: I think he's still wrestling to be honest
0: Yeah But that's the thing, does he have a Hall of Fame worthy career at the moment? Yes. Is he still wrestling? Yes. Should he be in now? Probably nope. not <laughs>
1: no.
0: um, And then another posthumous inductee here from Europe, I'm assuming judging by the quality of the photo here you don't know much of the man.
1: No idea uh Dan kolov um apparently Bulgarian, so
0: yeah, um, yeah, I haven't heard of him either, or the uh the two Mexican wrestlers there, but a smaller class this year than most
1: yeah, yeah, um yeah i I just I don't know, I hate the Observer Hall of Fame. <laughs> Like some the man the who won our block says the man who won our block and just pretty much picked half of the observer hall of fame but
0: <laughs> yeah
1: um yeah to me that
0: well there's another problem that I don't want to discuss but um the uh the fact yeah people are still going in when they are um
1: are active I don't Yuck. like. Yeah, well, without going into that problem that you don't want to discuss, that is a perfect example of it. Like someone getting inducted too early and then they do some bad stuff. Read between the lines, humans. Yeah. Um, Happy holidays. Nothing silly to say this time. Merry Christmas, humans. Love you all.
0: So, that is the end of part one. Um, again, you can follow Alex at Frutters Alex on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me at I'm Chris Funder on Twitter. Uh, you can stay up to date with the show on social media at WrestleOzstyleAUS A-U-S for Oz, or search WrestlingOzstyleAUS A-U-S for Oz. Uh, you can go back listen to the entire Wrestling WrestlingAusStyle archive for free on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn nothing really left to say but good day merry christmas and happy holidays